This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday as we get set for Super Bowl 56. Great guest list today, including our next guest, Ed Fang of the Power Rank joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line to talk all things Super Bowl 56. Ed, welcome back to the show. And every time we've had you this season, you've talked about kind of each matchup, each game we throw at you, what, what your numbers are telling you and where the advantage is. So what, what do you have for us this time? It's Rams, it's Bengals. Not the matchup I think people were expecting, but here we no. are as we get set for this game. Rams minus four, depending on where you look, but it's, it's kind of hovering around four, four and a half. Um, what, what do you see when you look at these two teams and, and where the advantage lies? I think you have to remember that Cincinnati came into the season without a lot of expectations. Joe Burrow was coming in off the injury. He was considered one of the worst run franchises in the NFL, at least according to some people that I read. I was a little surprised to go back to my preseason rankings and to see that they were the fifth worst in the NFL. But a lot can change over the course of the season. Uh, defenses often get to NFL average pretty quickly, and that's what we've seen with this Bengals defense. And Jamar Chase turned out to be a pretty good idea in the NFL draft and you have uh, Joe Burrow who who's a pretty accurate quarterback and I like their story I still don't think they're a particularly good football team and um, I think this game comes down a lot to who can throw the football better as most NFL games do and I really like the Rams in that regard their second when I look at adjusted passing success rate I think both teams have pretty pretty average defenses um, I think there is some uh, – we talked a little, a lot a bit about Joe Burrow and taking sacks and the pressure he could face. I think there's very differing opinions on this. I think he's going to face a ton of pressure. Uh, I've been looking at some sack rates for Von Miller and Aaron Donald, and they're, they're, they're very impressive. And I've actually found that the pressure rates that defenders put on is one of the, one of the most predictive statistics that I found. So uh, that's something that's coming out in my newsletter a little bit later today. My overall model likes Rams by five. I think it's valid to throw out the preseason component and say that the Rams should be favored by four, four and a half. Um, I bet this at Rams three and a half when this came out. It's not getting back there. I would still lean towards a little bit Rams minus four. Uh, I think there Mm -hmm. could possibly be some value. I know FanDuel was there yesterday. A lot of other places were at four and a half. So a little bit of value on the side. Uh, I, I do see... I can... I kind of imagine this game a lot like the NFC Championship game. Uh, it, it's a, a game in which I can see the Bengals being up a little bit, maybe even late in the game. But at some point, the superior pass offense of the Rams is going to show. And I think they get it done. I think they win and I think they cover. 
Uh, what are the reasons uh, I love getting your thoughts on some of these big sporting events is you, you don't go along with the group think and we're humans. It's natural. It's going to happen at times, uh, whether you uh, intend on it happening. Is there anything that you're hearing in the sports betting community or that you're seeing in the sports betting market that you just flat out disagree with and you just can't get on board with? Right. Uh, that's a good question. I think, you know, I, I, I'll go back to the how many sacks that Burrow is going to take. I think that's an okay. interesting question. And I've heard a lot um, suggest because the Rams team pressure rate isn't that great i think it was below nfl average i forget forget the exact numbers that because of that um you, we could see fewer sacks uh less pressure potentially fewer sacks and some explosive offense would might lead you to like the over over 48 and a half right now i, mm -hmm. I think i disagree with that i think von miller and aaron donald are going to wreak havoc um there's another player on the rams that doesn't get a ton of snaps but has a ginormous uh pressure rate and i I'm, I'm really sorry. I can't remember his name right now, but he's one of their backup uh, edge rushers. So on an individual uh, Leonard level, Floyd, well, Leonard Floyd is good, but there's somebody that's better. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he, he's one of the backups. Uh, and uh, I'm anyway, oh, no I yeah. think when, when he gets in there too, you have another, you have a third pass rusher that has good numbers, despite only having maybe 150 pass rush snaps in this game. And, um, I do think Burrow's going to be under pressure. Um, I also, I think that also plays into, uh, I bet, under 36 and a half pass attempts. Uh, I also had the under in the Kansas City game, which looked like one of the worst bets in history through one, two quarters of, of that game, but uh, got pretty mm -hmm. lucky that uh, the man only threw, only had to throw two uh, passes in overtime and, and, it, and it ended up did going, going under. So I, I think that's, I think that's how it's going to play out. I don't think everyone agrees with that. And I think yeah. it's a big issue that, uh, I mean, that's, that's, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Oh, it's a quick follow over three and a half sacks for the Rams. Would you, at plus money, would you bet that? I mean, I haven't, but I, ha I mean, given what I've just said, I, th I think I would yeah. have to, um, I, I would, uh, I should probably run a, a few more numbers on that, but I, you know, I think, you know, you can also make the argument that, oh, he took nine sacks against Tennessee, and that was, you know, that's kind of skewing our perception of what Burrow is going to do. I think you balance that out with, you know, pretty good performance in terms of pocket presence against Kansas City. Obviously, less pressure as well. So um, I'm going to have to look. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to have to look into the three and a half sacks, but um, you can certainly see that's an issue because I think Stafford was at one and a half for this game for yeah. sacks or something like that. So, so yeah, yeah, it's five for the total. Yeah. So there, there's certainly a discrepancy there. I do think it's going to play a role in this game. Make sure you subscribe to Ed Fang's newsletter. He's got so much useful information. I'm curious your thoughts on the game script. How do you see this game playing out? Do you think it's going to be a slow start, higher scoring in the second half? You know, from your research, how do you see this playing out? Um, that's where I'm going to say I have no idea. I think a lot of this <laughs> depends on on Zach Taylor. He has been a very run heavy uh, type play caller, uh, I think, until recently. So if you go to a site like RBSDM, you can kind of look at passing tendencies on early downs when the game isn't a neutral game script. And uh, I would say when I checked it late in the regular season, they were well below NFL average. 
Um, Jim Saunas has actually noted that that script has changed a little bit in the playoffs. They have actually run been a little bit more run heavy, not particularly against Kansas City, but in the games before. So he and I are actually on opposite sides on on the Joe Burrow pass attempts one. Um, I I personally, Aaron, am, am not kind of a person that really digs into analyzing coaches and their play calling, but I think those who do are not high on Zach Taylor. And I think because of that, we can potentially expect more run here. Um, and 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 I think I think the Rams will get off to get off to a faster start here, and and I think that will help them. It's interesting you mentioned uh, Taylor in the run. There was a, a school of thought watching the AFC Championship game a couple weeks ago um, from from Nansen and really more Tony Romo that that the Bengals were trying to run more to try to protect Joe Burrow, right? Throw the ball less, less sacks, right. less pressure. You, you, what do you think of that when, when we hear that? And when, and when teams do it, right? I mean, it's, it's not, a, it, it, this happens, right? Coaches will try to be balanced and they'll say, well, we need to kind of be balanced and protect our quarterback. And depending on the team you have, Ed, I, I think you can make some sense of it. When you have Joe Burrow, right. though, it's like, I want the ball in his hands as much as possible. What do you make of that? And do you think that could hurt the Bengals on Sunday if they try that again? Um, you know, I, I, I obviously, I mean, I respect what Romo said, but I do believe he threw 11 pass attempts in the first quarter because you know, I, that, that's why I was thinking my bet was so terrible. And my friends right. are all looking at me like, I hate you. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> you know, he throws like a little screen pass that goes incomplete. They're like, oh yeah, that's another pass attempt. Um, so I think that if I were Zach Taylor, I would air it out. I mean, I would throw a ton of screens to Jamar Chase. I would get him the ball as much as possible. I would try to get it to T. Higgins. I just don't know if that's what we're going to see. I potentially, I, I think, given his history, we could see a very conservative game script and and not not anything that um, analytics would suggest. Ed, what about the MVP market early on? You said your numbers tell you Rams by five, and you think the winning team it's going to come from the quarterback, but you also expect a lot of pressure from that Rams defense do you think uh, we, we could see a, maybe a lower scoring game Rams still win and cover but maybe it doesn't go to Stafford it can go to Aaron Donald or Von Miller I think it potentially could um, I, I I gotta think the juice in that market is pretty big so it's something that I've tend to shy away from I looked yesterday I think Stafford was minus 120 which you know no plus 120 or something which I think seems about right, given the fact that the Rams should win, but there's obviously a small chance that he doesn't get the award. Um, you know, I mean, if, if you're feeling, if you, <laughs> I, I feel like if you want to take a risk, you know, like, like an Aaron Donald is maybe a player that can sneak in there just because he has the name recognition. It's not, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like someone coming out of the blue. Um, if he has a big game, I think he's going to be in the minds of the people who vote for that thing. And it could happen. You mentioned you have your model has Rams minus five. How do you see this score? Um, lower scoring, higher scoring. What do you see the final score being? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, that's a great question, Aaron. Um, 
my totals model has been high on every game since the weather started turning bad and the wind started picking up. So my model says 51.8 points. It's not something I necessarily trust. Um, I, I think it could get there just because we are indoors. We are in, I think, an offensive-friendly uh, type situation. But it's certainly not something that I'm going to say, hey, my number says this, so you should go bet it. Um, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think people that I trust, like Edward Egros, that I know you guys have on the show, JJ Zacharyson, uh, a fantasy expert, I know they both like the over in this. Um, but part of that reasoning is because they don't think Burrow is going to get as much pressure and is going to have a better offensive game. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm not sure, I'm not as sure about that narrative. Uh, in terms of the kicking game, you know, we talk about the coaches and, and these quarterbacks and maybe a high-scoring game. There's some interesting props that like over-under one-and-a-half field goal attempts for Evan McPherson. I, I, I feel like those are pretty low. I mean, both these coaches have been yeah. more towards the conservative side. I feel like we're going to see some field goals put up there. You, you agree? I, I would say so as well, yeah. we. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Zach Taylor has not been one to really embrace like going for it a lot on fourth down. I think he's one of the the more conservative ones that doesn't follow the analytics. I haven't checked this personally, but uh, I'm pretty sure Edward sent me a text about that this week, and I know he likes a lot of the overs on those kicking props as well. McVeigh has been a little bit more interesting because he was as innovative as he was on offense. Like He was one of the worst on fourth down uh, even last season. I think it's kind of changed, and he's kind of slowly evolved. And for me personally, when you think about McVeigh and how you predict he's, he's going to comment, how he's going to do his game decision and, um, you know, how many times that the kicker is going to have field goals and all these props about like field goal yardage. Um, a lot of that for me is, is I can't get out of my head his bad decision making from the last game where he blew all his timeouts when he was down in the second half against the Niners. Had that pretty terrible challenge on the fourth and one that I thought any assistant should have been able to look at that replay and say, uh, no, Sean, yeah. please don't do this. <laughs> so in, in that sense, I guess maybe I, I don't want to make too much of that, but I, I think a lot of people that I trust are, are on kind of the overs for these field goal attempts, field goal yardage, and, and all these types of props. And any other props that uh, we have not addressed during this conversation that you think are worth mentioning? Yeah, absolutely. The one that I like the most is Joe Burrow's interception prop. So when you think about interceptions, kind of the most natural thing to do is think about uh, a quarterback's interception rate and how that projects forward. Unfortunately, interception rate does not project forward all that well. Uh, it's, it's not predictive. But some research that I did a couple of years ago showed that if you look at like a bigger set of plays, basically, if you look at all situations where the quarterback puts a ball in a dangerous position, so obviously interceptions are included there, but also passes defended. So these are plays in which a defender gets a hand on the ball or also the defender could jar the ball loose from a receiver. These are all dangerous situations and you can tabulate that. And when you look at the sum of interceptions and passes defended, I call those bad balls. And when you look at bad ball rate, that tends to be predictive of interception rate going forward. And Joe Burrow didn't have the best pick rate this year. It's 2.7% uh, compared to the NFL average of 2.3%. But his bad ball rate was was bad this year. Uh, he was at 14% compared to an NFL average of, of 11%. So I think there's some value. I have by, I think, some somewhat conservative estimates that Burrow has about a 60% chance to throw a pick. 
Uh, I think it could be higher. So these pick props are always set at a half. So you're essentially betting whether he's going to throw a pick or not. Um, so 60% there. Uh, I mean, I bet, I bet at minus 130 at BetMGM has gone up. There's still probably a little bit of value there. Also, the opposite narrative is true for Stafford. I think a lot of people think of him as a kind of reckless gunslinger. You think about the four pick sixes that he threw this year, uh, three of them in three straight games when the Rams really went through a rough patch. Stafford's actually been excellent when you look at his bad ball rate, significantly better than NFL average. When you look at it, I project him about a 50-50 to throw a pick or not. So shop around for some sports books. There's probably a little bit of value there uh, as well. And so I, re I really like I really like the pick market. That's kind of my favorite prop market. Great stuff. Ed, you know, we always appreciate you hopping on. We'll be checking out all the work, and we'll catch up soon. Ed Fang, the power rank on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and on go Carefree D. Hall from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. We'll update everyone on the latest with the NBA trade deadline, including shifting odds already in the Eastern Conference for a deal even goes down. That's next. Joe Ojo, Jaron Hawks for BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.